Hi, it's Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke, Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 80th episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, and the world, and nothing is off the table. This week, we're talking all about what it takes to reinvent yourself with special guest Carolyn Herforth. But before we dive deep into the subject, I have a couple of questions to ask you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or any of the other platforms we're on? If not, please go to WokenFree.com and pick the platform of choice that you'd like to subscribe to the show on. And also, don't forget to subscribe to the show via, via email so that you can get it right in your email every time we have a new episode. Next, have you shared an episode with friends, family, or I don't know, the universe on social media? If not, I really think this would be a great episode to share because it's funny, entertaining, and super, super enlightening. So please share, share, share. Next, have you hollered at us on social media? If you're interested in sharing news, if you want to talk about a potential collaboration, if you just want to just say hi, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even YouTube at Woken Free. And then if you'd like to review our show and really kind of give us even more feedback on what you like, what you think is interesting, you can do so again on any of the platforms Woken Free is on. Go to WokenFree.com to review the show. Now, it's really time to get to our special guest. So who is Carolyn Herforth? So she has a really, uh, really, really interesting background. Uh, when accomplished business owners begin to wonder, what else? What's next? They call New York-based reinvention strategist Carolyn Herforth. She is that needle-in-a-haystack thought partner who insists that nobody puts baby in a corner when it comes to living up to your greatest vision. So she sashays in minus Suaze's abs <laughs> to get your... <laughs> ass on the dance floor where you belong by linking your universe of past experiences with the custom strategy to create more meaning and more money. And you definitely need to subscribe to Carolyn's Burn the Bullshit podcast, where she and her guests talk about the messy bits we face as business owners. And moi is, has been one of the uh, proud guests on the show. So we are really excited to have her on the Woken Free platform so you, Woken Free Nation, can tune in. And uh, with that, I think you want to take the show, right, Kalu? Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared what's your favorite quote for the month. This week, we're sharing what is the strangest news story you have ever heard. Oh, good Lord. Well, <laughs> um, on November 9th, 2016, I think it was, I woke up to hear that we had this new president that oh. I really <laughs> Wow. That is that is news of the that's that's the strangest news story I've ever heard. And they keep getting stranger. That's amazing. So I'm going political. I'm going that. down political people. That's good. Yeah, you uh started with a bang. That's amazing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a way to start. I thought you were going to say something like there was a train accident of like, I don't know, alien cows or something. But no, like you were like, uh, that. not that uh, I've heard that story, but I, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> no, not alien cows, but there was like a truck accident where it was like 
I don't, I think it was like gallons and gallons of chocolate. Oh yeah. Something. something like that. There was, yeah. A massive chocolate <laughs> accident or strange. something very weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not really strange. It's kind of gruesome. Uh, recently I heard about a case where a woman was wrestling with her pit bulls in her backyard or next to her trailer or something like that. And then I think one of the dogs started getting uh, like more vicious than should have been and started to actually rip a, like a like eat her arm and then the other dog proceeded to and apparently she like had to like like kind of fend for herself, kick them off of her and throw herself over a fence onto another property. But apparently one arm had already been like totally detached and another arm was like hanging off by a thread. So I'm not sure how you throw yourself over a fence without arms. It, so it was beyond strange. Like it was, Spider -Woman, it was yeah, it was a deeply disturbing uh, story. And I, and I don't know if it was just propaganda against pit bulls because there's a lot of breed discrimination oh, going fake on. Oh, news then. Yeah, maybe. So but that, yeah, I guess that's what I would say has been the strangest news story I've heard recently. Okay. I've heard a lot of strange news stories recently, but an old news story that always pops into mind is the burglar who snuck into somebody's house and he stole some food out of the fridge and then fell asleep on the couch. Where have you heard that? <laughs> it was somewhere in like Brooklyn or the... Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, it was either Brooklyn or Harlem. It was a New York story. He was story. like, he had <laughs> what's that called when you fall asleep? Uh, what's that called when you fall... Uh... When you fall asleep. Narcolepsy? Yeah, was he narcoleptic maybe? I don't know. I think, I think he just ate too much of the turkey or something. He said he had itis. Come yeah, he now. caught the itis. But why'd he break into the house to eat food? He I broke, mean, he was that hungry maybe? He just went for I the fridge know. then he went to sleep on the or couch. Or maybe he was Santa? Doesn't <laughs> was... Santa break in and <laughs> give us gifts but also eat cookies and joke? I don't know. But he doesn't fall asleep. You gotta leave. You can't leave any evidence. I don't know. Now he, he left the complete evidence behind himself. I mean, that was... That would be a strange story. Yeah, that was. Mm -hmm. that's why I always remember... Because there's, there's crazy stories I hear, but oh, when I hear no. that one, that's just so weird to me. Do you Come know on. what the rear more? I told you about this. I saw this on Facebook. Because I, I know a more gruesome story than what you said, but it's, I don't consider it weird. No, the oh, you know, it's another strange story. I mean, this is getting really off base, guys. But there was a girl who was in college recently, and I was telling you that it was there was she. They she found a man living in her closet, That's wearing her clothes, and then she kept hearing noise, and she didn't understand what was happening. And then one day, I think she was like, "Is someone there?" And I think he responded like, "Me" or something. And <laughs> It was no, like super that. scary. It kept that's going and one, circulating yeah. on Facebook. That's a really creepy story. That's definitely it's like, strange. A, why was he breaking in to keep in, keep getting in her closet? And then secondly, why did he need to wear her clothes? Very disturbing news out there, guys. Well, that's a silence of the land. I know. Buffalo Bill type yeah. thing going on. He puts the lotion on its skin Yeah, situation. and he dances to wild horses. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, that song that he danced <laughs> yeah. to. And, oh, Put gosh, the so on. creepy. It's just yeah. like that. He's doing Super that in the closet. creepy. Oh, so sad. I can't. She was wondering where, where that music was coming from, too. Absolutely. But, mm. um... Yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> I think with that, we'll jump right into the questions. Uh, could you tell us about your podcast, how you got started, how you became the woman you are today? Oh my gosh. Well, that, I, I, how much time do we have? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so my podcast is called Burn the Bullshit. And it started because I am about burning the bullshit. And last year, I wrote this very long piece talking about how we live in an XY economy and um, marketing was created by men for men. 
and women are trying to adapt themselves to marketing the way men do. And, you know, you can have someone like a Marie Forleo who is gorgeous and amazing and all of those things, but, you know, she's mm -hmm. using bro marketing tactics too. She just looks a lot better in the sheath dress than the men do. And <laughs> so, so that kind of started, I've always been a burn the bullshit type. Like I'm very much my mother's daughter where I, there's no filter. <laughs> and so, mm -hmm. um, so that paired with talking with an an old college friend of mine will do like three or four hour conversations every few months and just like set it aside to just catch up and he said to me last summer he's like carolyn he call he calls me lina actually we when mm -hmm. we were in college um we were in Spanish class together and my name in Spanish was Carolina and he would call me Lina because he thought he was clever and cute. And so <laughs> that name sticks to this day. But he said, you're like the Mel Robbins. He's like, you're like a Joe Rogan Mel Robbins. If they had a kid, that's what you would be. It's like, you're just like, you need a podcast. And so he's the one who really kicked my ass about starting a podcast. I really didn't want to. And I thought, eh, I'll experiment. And so that was really the genesis of it. And I decided I wanted to focus on not the bullshit of the XY economy necessarily, but more about the bullshit that's between our ears and the stories we tell ourselves <laughs> when it, it that stop us in business. And as a business coach who does a lot of reinvention work, um, and primarily with women, I do work with men, but there's a, there are a lot of stories. There's a lot of stuff um, that we bring along into our businesses. And I just felt like that was a really important topic and an important way to say, hey, I'm going to take really successful people like Natasha and Kimra Luna and a lot of people out there who have achieved a certain level of success, but had to burn through some bullshit in order to get that there and are willing to share that with people. It's kind of, I think a lot of people have shame around their bullshit. They try to keep it quiet and under wraps because they have to show up as this perfect social media person. And we're not, we're not, we're so messed up. So <laughs> that's, that's the podcast story. And I know you asked a whole bunch of other questions along with that, Natasha, but mm -hmm. I, I'll, st I'll stop there and, and let you ask another question or rephrase what you want me, to, where you want me to go next. Yeah. No, that's phenomenal. Thank you. All right. Now, what does it mean to reinvent yourself and how does one get started with this? Um, you know, it's funny because I think we're always in a way reinventing ourselves. And I'm actually writing an article right now. Um, I always leave my blog articles until the very last minute. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm writing one right now about you can't unknow what you know. And mm. so reinvention is about taking all the good stuff and stuff that you wouldn't say like, oh, this is how I made money. I made money knitting sweaters for, for kittens. Like that, like yeah. that's. <laughs> There's, there, there is something underneath that that you know that you can't unknow. And so I use the example, I'm still editing, it'll be done by the time this podcast airs. Um, <laughs> but 
talking about how I literally grew up hosting parties. I have hosted oh, wow. parties in my movie parties. When I lived in Minneapolis, I host parties in the street living on the Upper West Side of New York. I find a place to always host a party. And I also host a lot of events in my business. And one of the reasons my events work, no matter where they are, how many people show up, whether it's four people or 1,400, it's because I, I can't unknow how to host a party. I can't unknow how to make yeah. people feel comfortable or make them laugh. I can't unknow not to panic if the cops come and say, uh, you got to take it inside, ladies. Uh, <laughs> and so, which has happened on a couple of occasions. They always laugh. I'm like, come back when you're off work. Um, wow. <laughs> uh, it it is so to me reinventing isn't necessarily becoming a new person or or going and i call i call what i do radical reinventions for for real humans but i don't mean like let's get radical necessarily mm. it's like the results are radical so mm. it might be taking someone's existing business. And I, I, I rarely work with startups anymore. I'm usually working with businesses who are already established, already made it. And they just need to reimagine or reassess how they're monetizing all the assets. And I work with service-based mm. businesses. So I am not working with kitten sweaters or anything like that. Like, okay, how are we <laughs> going to move the gray ones? They're out of season. Like, I don't, I don't deal with that stuff. Um, but I can look at the assets of the business. And part of the assets are not just the products and services, you know, digital mental products, I should say. But mm -hmm. um, the, the person. And it's fun to see, to take what they think they can't do and figure out a way to make it happen and see the possibilities in them. So that's what reinvention is uh, to me anyway. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Now in that, I'm curious to know how important is it for the person either you're working with or if they're just doing this on their own is like mindset and how does that play a, a role? So like, do you have to personally believe in reinvention for yourself? Uh, what, what are some of the kind of mindset, uh, I guess, tools or tricks that one should be aware of if one is trying to reinvent their business, reinvent their love life, dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Oh, what a great question. Um, so it's all about mindset. <laughs> you know, I, I have had people say to me, I'm like the sales whisperer. And mm. because I feel like it's so much about how, what your relationship is with what you're doing mm -hmm. as much as it is what you're doing. And so, mm. a, but a lot of people, when I use the word reinvention, I think a lot of people go directly to, but I like what I'm doing or, but I don't, but I like my clients, but I like this product. I'm not saying burn everything, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so the mindset of reinvention is, I believe we're meant to reinvent. That's my, like, my point of view on all of this is we are meant to reinvent. We are not meant to graduate from high school, go on to college, and then go do the same thing forever and ever. Amen. I just don't believe that. <laughs> Even though 
that's what my dad did. You know, he, well, not necessarily because he actually, he, he got into um, banking, but mm. that was only after he had a couple of other jobs, but he stayed in banking for 33 years. Now I would, wow. Wow. I would drive, that would drive me insane, but he mm -hmm. found, he found ways, even though he was always the banker, he found ways to participate in the community and do other things to keep things interesting. Um, and, but because I work purely with entrepreneurs, I just don't think you can ride it f forever. You can't, I, I just, you just can't. And here's what happens. So I actually just posted in a Facebook group. I asked this question yesterday. I said, when, when, when you know it's time to change, but, but you don't want to because things are pretty good, what are you thinking? Like, you know, mm. what are your objections to change? And it was really interesting because I got answers like, well, I don't want to leave people behind. I don't want to leave my old clients behind. Um, I'm afraid, mm. what if it doesn't work? What if, like, what if I never make money again? Um, yeah. You know, there, there are a lot of fears. And it's funny because I, I mean, I have, all the fears myself. And I was actually, um, the other day opened up, I have as a standing appointment on, in my Google calendar to look at my goals every night. And I was looking at one a set of goals from two years ago. And I was like, mm -hmm. out of the 10 annual goals, I had accomplished all but three. Mm. And I was like, wait, hold on. I, I didn't even stop to like, realize that I had done that. And some of those things were things that today I was kind of like, well, I'm not really sure if I can do this new thing because I'm not sure if the market's ready for it. I'm not sure if this, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I have it in me to do this new goal. And then when I found those old goals and I was like, oh, I thought those goals were impossible and I did them. And so I just think that there's that self-doubt that comes up. And I was listening to another podcast recently where this guy said, self-doubt doesn't mean you can't do it. It means that what you're doing is worthwhile. And I'm like, oh, I mm. love that. Yes. Love that. What do you think are the biggest roadblocks that people have on the road to reinvention? Well... You two ask really good questions, by the way. <laughs> do, you, do you plan these out or do they just pop up because they're very good? Um, Ooh, you want the secret sauce to our <laughs> I know, I know. I won't make you answer that. Secret recipe. I won't make you answer that. I was actually just stalling for time. No, um, it's woken for you. We got to be transparent. We do. We absolutely plan it out because we have to be thoughtful and considerate. Yeah, you have to be. No, we're woken for you. You can't be like, oh, we're woke, but we won't tell you that. Come That's on. true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. Point. Good point. <laughs> I love you. Um, okay, so what are the okay? So you know, it's it's interesting. I would say a lot of it is people go back to their old old patterns. We all mm. have patterns, and and you know, hey, this is woken free. So one of my patterns on a very big level is. I reach a certain level of success in a business. And then I'm like, okay, what's next? And I will literally, mm. I will literally just 
like walk away from multiple six figure revenue streams just because I'm like, okay, done. And it's actually one of the reasons I'm doing the work I'm doing because I want people thinking about reinvention before they're ready for it. Because if you're not wow. thinking about it and then all of a sudden it's time, the potential to walk away if, if you're not planning in advance, the potential to walk away from great revenue streams is so much greater. And mm -hmm. so I always want people thinking about reinvention and what is the next move and being ready for it because it is going to land on your doorstep. So, um, so when, so, but that, you know, that's a message. And I literally just made this pivot recently in my business because I was hosting or running business accelerators for the past six years. And I would just have private clients here and there. And a lot of it was around reinvention. And I, I didn't plan enough. I didn't start planting the seeds of what reinvention is about soon enough. And so I'm kind of wandering off a little bit. I don't want to go down too much of a, on a, um, a detour, but mm -hmm. I, I really, so once I start working with someone or once someone starts working with me, it's really just more of fear of, oh, I can't do this. And then we talk and then they're like, oh yeah, I can do this. And then they come back to me a week or two later for our next call. And they're like, I can't mm. do this. And then I'll be like, yeah, you can. And we talk about it, Lala. And they're like, oh yeah, you're right, I can. It's always a different, I can't do this every time mm. we talk. But <laughs> what that means is they're making progress every every week or every two weeks on the what they thought they couldn't do. And it becomes so much easier. So Absolutely. that's really that's the big one. And, and, and it basically circles back to what I was talking about with my own experience thinking, oh, I can't do these things because they're so big or they feel so big, or I've never done this before, but it comes back into this. You can't unknow what you know. And mm -hmm. we're always bringing ourselves into whatever the next iteration or evolution or reinvention is. And so it might have a different vibe or a different flavor or a different tagline or different mm -hmm. colored logo, but it's pretty much you at the heart of it. Mm, absolutely. Okay. Now, given, uh, you know, the breadth of experience and uh, kind of context and stories that you've dealt with and heard on the podcast, what would you say has been the most interesting revelation? that you've learned, whether it's uh, connected to reinvention or business success or personal growth or anything else? Oh my gosh. I have to look at what my podcast topics are because I have a terrible <laughs> memory. I oh. think the one that the, the one that struck me most recently is the one that's actually with Deborah Kagan about playing small mm. and and it ties into really the reinvention thing too, because mm. the the playing small and hers came from a not feeling valued or worthy, um, mm -hmm. but playing small is how it showed up. And I realized in my conversation, I've known Deborah for probably eight or nine years, but we hadn't had a conversation like that before. And I really, it really, really struck me at how often I have played small 
uh, it gave me pause to look at my own life again and going, am I playing small? Where am I playing small? And it helps me see where my clients are playing small or even prospects. You know, mm. I'm, I'm talking to people who have successful businesses and they're worried in some cases about the investment in coaching because of something that happened 15 years ago with a coach. I'm like, get the hell over it. Like, come mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm, do you mm -hmm. want to grow or not? And so <laughs> that, and I don't have to be the one to help them do that. I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not always the best person to do that, but I know when I'm the best person to do that. And mm -hmm. so the, the playing small or, or looking back and pointing to a story from a year ago or a decade ago is not serving you. And so I, I, that really, that was a, that was, that was a big one. Interesting. Okay. Now, do you think there's a common theme that has been expressed by all of your guests? I think there is a general sense of not feeling enough. Interesting. And like there's a worthiness um, that that seems to run like they've burned it. They've gotten past it. That's the thing. It's like, but that is like at the at the the root of so many of of these things. Um and and actually I'm going to change my answer. I would say a lot of times it's shame of whatever their bullshit was. Mm. Um, and because that, I mean, that is the lowest emotion on the scale of emotions. It's the one that um, just makes you feel so awful and I think that when, especially in today's world where so much, we have so much visibility because of social media and how we have to show up kind of glossy and glittery, um, or people feel <laughs> that they need to. Mm -hmm. And, but on the inside, they're like, oh my God, my credit card debt is crushing me. Or, mm. oh my God, I just launched this program and only one person signed up. Oh my, mm -hmm. and I, I, but I, but I made it look like it was this amazing launch or whatever. Like, and I think mm -hmm. yeah. that there's just that, that through line of having felt ashamed, um, or a level of shame at some point. And there are probably yeah. times I have still have, you know, shameful thoughts where it's just like, Oh God. And mm -hmm. when I get in my story. Hmm. Absolutely. Interesting. I mean, I, that's interesting. When you say that, it kind of sparks like a Gary V line kind of thing where it's just like, stop thinking about, right? I, are You're familiar with Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you're a fan, but you, I'm sure you'll share in a moment. Uh, <laughs> but he is all about just like doing and stop caring and giving a hoo-ha about, you know, what, what should be happening or, you know, what other people are thinking because 
is it. I think I think shame is a very natural human emotion. But you know, mm-hmm. the problem is if you're if you're if you're so caught up with shame, then you're not what you're not doing. You're not executing. You're not moving forward. You're in. You're stuck in this kind of emotional pit that it's it's. I don't know. It's it's like can you ever really climb out of it, right? Because you could essentially be shamed or feel shame about anything and everything. So it's like. What's the point, you know? But well, but just, I yeah. that comes along with doing things because we're yeah. constantly evaluating what we're doing. And we want to know it's should hard. we continue on that path? Because what about sometimes when yeah. you try something new and it really wasn't for you? So do you keep going? Like when do you decide? When's that's enough? enough. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's what yeah. makes it kind of tough. Huh. Yeah. Huh. Now, share. Do, do you are you a fan of his uh, his kind of oh, yeah. rhetoric like, or no? Oh God, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? I think <laughs> I think he is such a model of the modern day hustler and mm-hmm. you know and and really um, not playing into the stories. I mm. think I have so much respect for him, and I, I mean, sure, people can trash talk anybody, but. Like, mm-hmm. look at what he's built and look at what he's Absolutely. done. You know, Absolutely. that's amazing. And I think he has such a great American um, uh, hero story, basically. Mm-hmm. And and I, yeah, and he's right. You know, it's funny because the, the mantra now that I do is if I catch myself, like I was at, this was last summer, I was at Blogger. And there was a woman who had been speaking and we were, you know, she was off the stage and we were probably 10 feet apart. And I thought, oh, should I go over and talk to her? And I'm like, Meh. and then I'm like, oh my God, Carolyn, are you freaking kidding me? And I just, I, all I did in my head was say, oh, burn the bullshit. And I walked over and I introduced <laughs> myself and I had a really great conversation. And that's basically what Gary's saying is burn the bullshit. You know, mm-hmm, the shame mm-hmm. is bullshit. The feeling judged is bullshit. The feeling mm-hmm. broken is bullshit. The living up to other people's expectations is bullshit. All bullshit. It's all stories we decided to make up. And when you remember that basically mm-hmm. every everything is an illusion. And Definitely. we yeah. get to decide what the story is going to be. It's mm-hmm. really so much easier to do business and just go, oh, my God, burn the bullshit and just do it. And I think mm-hmm. that's what Gary is a freaking model for. You are now listening to Woke and Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. Woke and Free. A podcast about being real and honest. It's interesting. I wish growing up, you know, we all have these insecurities, but if someone had said, hey, everyone in the classroom's broken, everyone has bullshit everyone is sad like it i think it would kind of uh make people a little bit less delusioned about uh and and kind of break the bubble on the idea of like you're something else than what other people because everyone's struggling with something everyone feels about something doesn't matter how rich you are how small you are how large you are like any type of uh indicator signifier we're all just kind of well i think we're all broken as people but it's just different capabilities and different <laughs> shades of colors that are uh, uh essentially attached but uh it's interesting it's like human beings are very interesting that's why i love media and i love yeah hearing other people's stories because uh it provides that insight that it's like damn if i had known that at 12 right like 
<laughs> How different would yes. things have been? <laughs> you're right. I mean, you're right. I wish they would have taught the classroom because instead yeah. we all feel so alone and so siloed yes. and that we are the only one. And it's actually one of the reasons I started the podcast is I want people to know you are not alone. And I know people listen to my show and they're lurking because the last thing they would want to do is admit that they, you know, don't feel like they're good enough. <laughs> you know, mm. they don't want to admit that publicly. And that's why I'm so grateful for you and the other women who are coming on my show to be brave enough and stand out there as that shining example of, yep, this was my bullshit. And I burned it and now onward. Um, and, <laughs> and, and I, I kind of feel a little bad for, for when people do listen to the show. And I, I just hope that the more they listen, the more permission they give themselves to admit it and talk about it, burn their own bullshit first, and then be able to talk Definitely. about it and, and share it with others. You should uh, like come up with a kit where it's like you can burn. Well, I don't know if you want to pr promote arson, but uh, <laughs> I think that's arson. Yes, I do. Like, <laughs> I know. Be like, go in your bathroom and burn something right now, ladies. It's burned together. Oh. Like okay. you know, that'd no. be kind of a fun kit or something. Natasha, <laughs> I teach I teach a class a course called Infinite Possibilities, and one of the exercises I give people is to write down on little strips of paper what your bullshit is. It's actually, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot to say this. That's what mm. started the burn the bullshit because it's ah. like, I don't know if you know who Mike Dooley is, notes from the universe, tut.com. He's amazing. Mm -hmm. He's written playing the matrix and infinite possibilities and all this. So I'm the, I, I'm a trainer for, for infinite possibilities. And there's mm. this one exercise where we write down like, what, what are the stories? What's the bullshit? And I was doing this last July and teaching the class, but I go through the class myself every time because I like, why would I teach it if I'm not going to do it myself? And so I was sitting at my desk, like burning these little strips of paper. And it was part of the, it was shortly after I had written all about the XY economy and bro marketing and doing this. And um, then it, like, and I thought basically what we're doing is just burning our bullshit. And that like, that's where it all kind of started I and then my that. friend said gotta do that so yes i will promote <laughs> arson and um yeah i will absolutely and actually you'll probably get a kick out of this so we, you know you know what it's like to build a podcast audience it's like oh absolutely. my gosh it's you know in this day and age it's you know getting visibility and listeners when there are hundreds of thousands of amazing podcasts out there and probably a few bad ones mm -hmm. Um, you know, you like reviews are important, right? Mm -hmm. And so, so between season two and season three, we're gonna make donations of of bullshit to Oxfam. So on Oxfam's web website, you can pay twelve dollars to buy manure, or as I call bullshit, in someone's <laughs> name. And so that's what we're gonna do. Wow. Oh for wow. Promotion. <laughs> Between seasons is if you write a review, we'll we'll make an Oxfam donation um, of buying bullshit for farmers in your name. <laughs> That's incredible. That's so. Really what do they do? Funny. Do they send you like a picture of it or <laughs> like a, how does this a work? A morsel of it. 
<laughs> I think you get no morsels. I think you get a card that says, or a, probably a digital card that says, this is donation has been made in your name. Um, and then the $12 goes, $12 worth of bullshit to some farmer who needs it so they can grow stuff Aww. for us you know uh, that's awesome. I, okay <laughs> my my podcast editor loves the idea and she keeps like getting on me to do it i'm like okay i'll do it between seasons two and three so that's amazing yes yeah. i love that yeah so now that's a perfect uh kind of segue to how can people get connected with you if they want to champion you they want to review the show they want to be a guest they want to collaborate uh, any announcements you have, all of that good stuff, please share. Oh my gosh, I love it. So uh, a couple of things. You can find me and basically everything about me at carolynherforth.com. And I'm assuming that'll be in show notes, but in case someone doesn't Absolutely. get the show notes, it's it's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N. And Herforth is spelled H-E-R-F as in Frank, U-R-T-H. So that's carolynherforth.com. That's my website. The podcast is there. So, you know, show notes and podcasts are there. All my social links, everything is at carolynherforth.com. So that is the, the best place to do it. And links to get to iTunes or Stitcher or, you know, Spotify, wherever people like listening to their favorite shows, they can also find that. So in Natasha's episode on expectations mm -hmm. is on there as well. So that is, and, and so that's how to get a hold of me. Um, what I have coming up is a couple of really cool things. So I'm spending the month of May in Barcelona. Mm, uh, ever beautiful. since I was in college, I had met a woman when I lived in Mexico in college and she said, Oh yeah, I lived six months in the U S and six months in Mexico. And I thought that would be really cool. And then wow. I, you know, it was always kind of like this little dream to, and to live overseas. And I forgot about it. Cause you know how you like just go do life and you forget about that mm -hmm. stuff. And maybe yep. four or five years ago, I'm like, I don't think I want to do six months, but I would like to do three. Cause I love New York. Like I don't want to be gone long. And so I'm like, well, maybe three <laughs> somewhere. And I kept not doing it. And so finally I'm like, Oh, for sake, I, can I say that now it's explicit. So you're going to have to edit that out. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, but I was like, damn it. And so I just, I'm like, I'm going to do a month. I don't have to start with six months. I don't have to start with three months. I'm going to start with a month. So I'm going to do a month in Barcelona in May. And I decided, I'm like, you know what? I want re I want reinvention clients to come to Barcelona. Let's do, mm -hmm. uh, a uh, reinvention. Let's do, um, what do I call them? It's like, a, it's an expansion experience. So we'll all do half day sessions. And basically I'm letting people create um, their experience with me during a day in Barcelona. Normally only people would get a half a day, but like I'm paying for their hotel and it's going to be awesome. So I'm really Incredible. excited about that. And I have um, two spots that I'm, I'm willing to give up I shouldn't say give up, but give two days to, for, um, one for each client, um, mm -hmm. while I'm there, because there are a lot of other things I want to do, but I figure, Hey, that's going to be fun. And then the other thing that I'm really excited about this year is I'm hosting a retreat in Portugal in November, and that'll mm -hmm. be a small group of 10 people. And I visited Portugal last year with the intention, uh, like there's, I'm sure I lived another life there. I don't know. 
I may have been some explorer, but like I love, yeah. love Portugal. And so I just decided, hey, I'm going to bring a group back. And there's a ton of history of reinvention. Um, you know, Lisbon had a tsunami and uh, or an earthquake tsunami and fires that resulted back in 1755. And they totally had to rebuild the city. And it just is such an amazing story of reinvention. And there are hundreds and hundreds of stories like that. So I'm excited to bring a group there so they can get inspiration for how they can be thinking about reinvention and doing their next thing. Perfect. Wow. So they, every, anyone who's interested, they can go to the website and get more information, right? Ooh, a good point. Um, yes, actually they can. It's under the events tab. There is a Perfect. place where they can get on the wait list for that. So yes. Okay. So yeah, we'll make yeah. sure to, sh to include that in the, the episode as well then. Yeah. And even the people who live in and around New York, you know, I'll be doing reinvention roundtables and things like that, where it's, you know, more casual and cordial and over hors d'oeuvres. I call it swerves, hors d'oeuvres, swerves, <laughs> and, and swerves, hors d'oeuvres, curves and swerves for women. <laughs> reinvention roundtables. So, yeah, I mean, that's a lot. But that's what I've got going on. You asked, you get an answer, sister. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. All right. So are there any last minute words of wisdom for those looking to reinvent themselves? Well, no, it's going to happen. So it, I'll go back to what I said before. We are meant to reinvent. So you can prepare for it, plan for it, be on the lookout, um, or you can just wait for it to come after you and then go, damn it. Why did, why wasn't I, why wasn't I planning for this? So mm. I'm uh, mm. it's, it's coming, it's coming for you. I always used to say, you know, they used to, they used to find me. I didn't look for them. They used to find me and I'm trying to change that for myself um, and really make uh, others more prepared for it. And everyone's reinvention looks different. So that's, it's, it's, um, it's a process. Okay. A fun I process. <laughs> Very cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom with the Woken Free Nation. I definitely know that like we really enjoyed this conversation and I can't even imagine what the nation, the Woken Free Nation thinks. They're ready to get reinvented. Well, they're ready to accept it. I think that, you know, that comment about like it's coming and it's inevitable, I think is key. You know, it's it's kind of like the statement. I mean, it's a not as dark as what I'm about to say. But, you know, when people are saying, you know, if I die, where it's like, well, that's a certainty. Yeah. It's not a <laughs> it's not a question, <laughs> boom, boom, but it's about when, not if. So when, you know, what do you want to do before that when happens, not the if, right? And similar to thinking, I mean, a little bit less dark than that, but for your own reinvention, right? Not when, but if, not if, but when. And so yeah. when are you ready for it? What are you going to do for it? I, I love it. It's, it's very practical and it's uh, impactful. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thanks for having me on and inviting Absolutely. me to meet your darling husband. Um, 
I am, I am very, very impressed with your questioning abilities. And Natasha, like I told you after I saw you at Smart Hustle, you just are such a powerhouse. And I love your energy and how much you have accomplished uh, for being 20 years younger than me. <laughs> I just love it. So, um, so I, yeah, I really admire what you two are doing. So thank you. Right back oh, at you, sister. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Okay. I will. Bye-bye. Thanks. Right, bye. bye. We are at that time again. It is the coming of the end of our 80th episode of Woke okay. and Free. This is quite the episode discussing what it takes to really invent, reinvent yourself with special guest Carolyn Herforth. Now, will I leave you hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be discussing how much do you need to know about a person to really love them? Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. If you want to talk to us on social media, please free feel free to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or even YouTube at WokenFree. And if you are interested in being a sponsor for any of our upcoming episodes, please contact us again on our Contact Us page at WokenFree.com. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life. Until next time. Woohoo!